0: Sergeant Spartan, you've been sentenced to 70 years, sub-zero rehabilitation in the California cryo penitentiary for the involuntary manslaughter of 30 innocent civilians. You will be placed in cryostasis for the duration of your sentence, during which your behavior will be altered through synaptic suggestion. You'll be eligible
1: for parole no earlier than the year 2046.
0: John Spartan's lawyer needs to be fired. I mean, th- this guy, 70 years? 70 years. Drew, Drew, Drew. Skip it. Skip it. Skip it. I'll skip it. This is episode 49 of The Last Row Podcast. My name is Drew. As always, I'm joined across the room by my co-host and friend, Mr. Badway. Skip it. Skip, <laughs> skip it, Badway. <laughs> <laughs> we are at LastRowPodcast.com for our website. We are also on Twitter at the Last pod. We have a Facebook page. Thanks for everybody that's liked it. Head on out, facebook.com slash Pod. We've got a lot more likes ever since we,
1: I shamelessly pleaded yes. people to start liking yes. our Facebook. So thank you.
0: Thank you to everybody that's done that. I'm you know? too proud to beg, y'all. I'd like to use it more, but we don't get a lot of traction out there. So start interacting on the Facebook page and we'll put more content out there. We're also on Google Plus. We get no Google Plus action <laughs> at what all. Is, what is a Google Plus? <laughs> but we're on there. And uh, on most importantly, we are also on iTunes. So if you haven't hit the subscribe button on iTunes, go out, subscribe to us. If you haven't had the chance to leave us a five-star review, please go ahead and do that. Let us know what you like about the show. We are almost at 50 reviews. We said this last week, but we're almost at that JCVD split. I'm still stretching. we we'll get there. I'm not making any progress on my stretches.
1: I don't think we're ever going to get it. (laughs)
0: and we're also on google play music if you're out there hit the subscribe button however you want to get to us and one more thing we also have affiliate codes for amazon and itunes now so we don't do ads on the show we try to keep it ad free but um you know you can help us out if you guys want to watch the movies that we're listing we're putting links in the description so if you want to watch demolition man and you want to watch it on amazon or itunes use the link that we have in the post and uh, that would help us out a lot. So thank you, everybody, in advance. Yeah, we
1: got like five cents, so would great. <laughs> we get
0: just, you know, a, a little bit here or there, you know. We, we have a massive hole here.
1: Anyway, Drew, skip it. Just kidding. Uh, Demolition Man, 1993, directed by Marco Brambilla. Bia? Brambilla? Brambilla. Br- IMDB, 6.6%. Synopsis, with innocent victims caught in the crossfire in Los Angeles, is yeah, intensifying yeah. horror on crime. <laughs> Anyone get that? John Spartan and violent thug Simon Phoenix—two great names, by the way.
0: I'd say he's more than a violent thug. Yeah. Are, yeah, thug criminal yeah, right? mastermind are sentenced to a
1: state of frozen incarceration known as cryo prison. Uh, trademark. When Spartan trademark. is finally thawed, thirty-six years later, it's twenty thirty-two, and Los Angeles is now a pacifist utopia called San Angeles. Pacifist utopia. Not to Dennis Leary, but. But with Phoenix again on the loose, Spartan must team up with future cop (laughs) Lanita Huxley, aka Sandra Bullocks, to apprehend the killer. Seat now, future cop. Like, is she like a future cop? Or is she a cop from the future, like time cop? Yeah, is she a t- is she a time cop? Is she is she
0: like ahead of her time? I don't like the
1: way they wrote that. It's like Future cop makes it seem like she's a child and she is aspiring to be a cop. I also don't like a that cop they, from the future, but that makes her seem like she time traveled, but she didn't do that either.
0: And, and I also don't like the fact that they called Simon Phoenix a violent thug. Yeah, this is guy is like criminal mastermind, psychotic mastermind. Yeah. A violent thug <laughs> is like a guy that just you know maybe he beats somebody up. Yeah, like, This guy is know, murdering. Just, he
1: seems like the type of guy that would be walking down the street, go to the grocery store, and he'll just punch a guy in the face. He
0: would, but then he would also <laughs> just, murder everyone in the fun. grocery store because that's what fun. he does. Yeah. And before we jump into this, two of the greatest names in movie history, yeah. John Spartan yep. and Simon Phoenix. Very heroic name, John Spartan. I mean, Spartan, it, it's just it's such a strong name. Makes
1: me think of Russell Crowe, obviously. But, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So there's a lot to get to with this movie, and... As we usually don't do, we're not going to go a whole lot of plot in this. There's a lot of nonsense that we're going to have to address, right? Yeah, I mean, it's just too much. So we're going to try our best to stay on point here, but this is going to be all over the place. So it's best hearing this movie, having already a a previous knowledge of it. Um, But again, if you haven't seen it, then you can live vicariously through our words.
0: (laughs) I mean, let's be be real. There's not really anything to spoil in this. It's just it's an action movie from 1993. So if you haven't seen it, hopefully you can just enjoy the conversation anyway.
1: All right, so um, let's start off with the pre-freeze, right? So this is like the, the kind of like the opening credits of the movie. This is before the opening credits. We meet John Spartan and River Phoenix. I knew I was going to do that. I, I swear I didn't do that on purpose.
0: But before we recorded this show, he was sitting there saying to me, I know I'm going to call him River Phoenix. I know I'm going to call him River Phoenix. The and first then he
1: did. time I said it, I did it. <laughs> you know, and I even thought in my brain, Simon, Simon, well, I saw Simon, your and face I spit and, out River. Uh, yeah. Simon Phoenix. Simon River Phoenix. Not Joaquin's brother. So we, uh, sorry. Anyway, we, <laughs> we meet them. So we found out who they are. Basically, John Spartan is Svesh Stallone, and Simon Phoenix is Wesley Snipes, and they are nemesis, nemeses.
0: I would say that they're the equivalent of Batman and the Joker. That's a very good comp, really. So...
1: So what what is up with Los Angeles in uh, in this present day, 1993? It
0: looks like just a shelled out war zone. They're flying over in a helicopter. And this is important because it sets the stage for what the future is. But they fly over this shelled out looking like crap town. It looks like basically a war zone. And there's fires everywhere. All this stuff's just destroyed. And Simon River Phoenix got this (laughs) freaking badass hideout. Yeah. It's, it's like a, it, it's some destroyed out like building yeah. with just awesome scenery, right? It's like an, it's like an entire industrial
1: complex. But total, total badass old does, bad guy lair. Does
0: every town in America look like this or is yeah. it just, I mean, they call, so they call John Spartan the demolition man, right? I mean, not no. to jump ahead here.
1: No, but that, the, he is the title character. Like, that's his, that's his, like, his that's how he goes by because he's a cop that will. Go against the rules and basically blow up the town in order to get his man.
0: Does the town look like this because the Demolition Man (laughs) demolished the town, and maybe that's why they just finally had enough of it? It's like, dude, okay, you blew up, like, yeah, you killed like forty people, even though you didn't really do it, but you destroyed all of Los Angeles. Destroyed
1: Los Angeles. It's time to pay up. So yeah, Yeah. so that was my question, and this is something we're gonna have to address: is whether or not the entire country is is a, a world of trash or it's just this iteration of Los of Angeles, trash.
0: right? I mean, I would venture to say that maybe it's just the town and it's like, oh yeah. yeah, we just don't go there anymore. It's like when the downtown area gets like just bad with crime or something of a, of a, of a place, yeah. of a city, like, oh, don't go to that section of town anymore. Uh-huh. That's what Los Angeles is to me. It's like they send this guy in. He's just, he's taken over the whole town. That's what I think. So watching this movie reminded me of, we told we said this about Kindergarten Cop way back in the day at our Kindergarten
1: Cop episodes. I want to see the prequel to this movie. Because we basically step in to the end of the of the Stallone-Snipe's uh, Demolition Man prequel, yes. pretty much, where it's 93, they're fighting for like the hundredth time, and Spartan finally busts them, right? Oh, yeah. He beats them in a fight, and he finally arrests them, even though there were 40, body, 40 innocent people as casualties. Yes. Um, the entire complex gets blown up, another piece of Los Angeles is gone, but he arrests his man, but... Spartan himself, this time, is also charged with the murder of the innocent people,
0: involuntary manslaughter, they call it. I, I Dude, he needs a better lawyer. I said yeah. it in the beginning. He needs a better lawyer. He was not even... Phoenix was going to blow this place up regardless. Yeah. He had it already rigged. He had the gas. Everything was he, there. He is the Joker. He's a psychopath. He's
1: a mass murderer. These people were going to die no matter what. So and, we kind of like took...
0: Spartan with him on yeah. his way to jail, and I don't think that he actually wants Spartan to die. I think, like you said it to me before, I think that he just likes fighting him. It's yeah. like a, it's a game to him. He'd
1: be lost without
0: him. He likes to kill the people because he's crazy, yeah. but he doesn't want to kill Spartan. He likes the chase. It's the thrill yeah. of the chase, right? right? It's, but, but I think it's total BS that he gets charged with this crime. He said involuntary manslaughter. When's the last time, you know, 70 years? He's a cop. He was trying to save the people. Right, exactly. It doesn't make any sense. But again, a 70-year
1: jail sentence is a little different when it's not behind bars, but in the Demolition Man world, a 70-year jail sentence is now carried out through cryogenic freezing.
0: So who came up with the idea of cryogenic freezing? Did they ever address that? I don't think they did.
1: No, no. I I don't know if if it was a creation of... The eventual founder of the Utopian Society, Doctor Cocteau, who we'll talk about later on in the movie. Uh, but my question to you is: Is is this? What are the long term benefits of freezing your prisoners for seventy years plus in order to thaw them out later to become a, a productive member of society? So,
0: as the movie, as the movie, or whoever the architect of this cryo prison would have you believe, yeah. They're getting rehabilitated through some type of, you know, brain implant or something they have on their head, so they're learning how to, in Sylvester Stallone's case, learns how to become a knitter. Yeah. He like, becomes a knitter.
1: You're supposed to learn, like, big, nice, productive tasks. So to, that, yeah, yeah, when you go back into society, you can contribute. Yeah. So well, they say, like, in, in, in modern-day prison, or prison back then and all today, real-life prison, you go in there, you, they say you're going to be quote-unquote rehabilitated, but really it's just a you know, just a big gathering area for all the world's criminals. Yeah, right. And, so and this the, is a real, this is like a legit
0: way for you to re- rehabilitate someone. They're on their own. They're trying to learn something. Yeah. But I, I still don't, I don't know. Is that fair to the to the average citizens right. of society, it's right? Yeah. It's,
1: I don't think it is. So what are you going to do? Like, like, so the world goes on, right? It gets populated. We're already overpopulated as it is, like as a society. So what we're going to do is we're going to preserve these thugs and criminals and murderers and rapists and killers and burglars, everything, and we're just going to release them 100 years later into the world again. But they're knitting, man. They're knitters yeah, now. <laughs> knitting. <laughs> knitting. Right? They'll be knitting. Well, you know, we know that. But like, do they remember like their
0: past? What's to stop the, their past from, from triggering, right? Yeah, wouldn't they be better off just doing, like, a total recall thing where they just wipe their mind yeah, instead?
1: Right, so, so like, and I know this is, like, a humane thing, like, they're not going this, this, this is, like, the anti-death penalty, right? This is, yeah, like, the oh yeah. opposite of the death penalty. We're preserving their life for later. What if,
0: but what if somebody, like, accidentally just unplugged the system and yeah. they thought out, like, too slow fall, and they all no. died?
1: It's like, oops! That's the worst kind of death, too, oops. sure.
0: No, I I don't know. I mean, the, the crux of this is that these guys go into this cryo-freeze. We don't know whether they're rehabilitated or not. In yeah. John Spartan's case we don't really have a good example because he was never a criminal to begin with. Yeah, and he said he was awake during the whole thing and he was having waking nightmares. He saw his wife paled on his iced cube, right? It's like a <laughs> whole thing. Cube. His iced cube. <laughs> his iced cube. Yeah, he's like, he saw the the building burning down with all the people dying. Yeah. He said he was in a 40-year nightmare. Yeah,
1: so they don't, they don't know the full side takes behind this. So when they go to, like, rehabilitate someone and, like, thaw them out, uh, p- say the thing worked, right? And it's, like, seven years later and they thaw out John Spartan, right? So gonna have it's, it's almost like torture. Like, what's he, what's he gonna contribute to society in the future like the place is already populated that's just there's I have a, I have a lot of questions he's gonna
0: about open this. a sweater business yeah and he you know he, like, gave, really. he gave her that nice red sweater yeah you know he's got you know Spartan sweaters here it's, it's a new business he could start right. up right away it just seems like a bad idea like you're gonna have all these former criminals running around and I feel
1: like you're like a seconds away from like it's like you're you're you you worked so hard to build this utopian
0: society. You're jeopardizing it, right? Yeah, I mean, and and what is the deal? Like, so they have parole hearings where they thaw them out, take them into a room on like a board, yeah. talk to them, and then rethought refreeze them because, like, oh,
1: you know what? Yeah, you did change.
0: So is that just a formality? Yeah. Are they just like, oh yeah, we're gonna go talk to you. Oh, you didn't change. Goodbye. Yeah. See right? ya. Yeah. You know, I don't know. But I, I mean, long story short, these guys are frozen and. It brings us to present day society. It, he gets frozen as part of one of the coolest intros, I think, for a 1990s Great movie. Great title sequence. It was yeah. awesome. Like, they showed his body in 3D. And I looked this up online. There's like a, like a rubber body double that they created <laughs> of Sylvester Stallone with like a little G-string on uh-huh. where they, where they dump that goo in there and they froze him with a little blue pellet that you'll see later in the movie.
1: How creepy would that be to have that in your house?
0: Like him just in a tub? Yeah. That would give you nightmares. Talk about last week, we talked about movies that give you nightmares. Yeah. I mean, that, that freaks me the hell out. Just thinking about Stallone in a, in a tub. Yeah, so if, weird. If,
1: if I was ever like a billionaire and I had a mansion with like 47 rooms, that would be one of my rooms. I would buy a tub. And would put you set the, it up like the, the whole Stallone in it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, you, you could set up the cryo-freezing room. Like you yeah. just have it in your room. Yeah, right? Yeah. But yeah, so so anyway, it brings us to the title sequence, which is pretty awesome. You see him being frozen, and then it cuts to the future. Which is like which is 2032, which is not that far away from our present day
1: right now. Let's we're 16 years away from this future.
0: And, and that's what I mean. So so the future is this utopian society. As you heard when Bowie read the intro there, the architect of this society is this guy named Dr. Raymond Cocteau. Dr. Raymond Cocteau. 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 Yeah. So, so he, uh, he's dressed like the Pope. Yeah, Pretty much. yeah you could you call him the pope yeah, he's the pope to me he he looks like he's a wannabe he looks like erlich bachman to me because he's dressed in like the japanese garb like the, the he's obsessed with japanese yeah. culture he's got the looks the very comfortable it does would you wear that absolutely so you would you would prefer the society to be like that so you could wear that no just the clothes just like
1: in, in 2032 if we're all walking around in those robes i think it's a win
0: you're gonna yeah it's like a jedi yeah with well, this dude is the architect of the society. He's got a fat lackey with him, the guy from uh, Beetlejuice, that guy from that thing, yeah, that guy Otho, from that thing, whatever yeah. that guy is. I, I want to ask you: Is this guy have good intention? Does this guy have good intentions? Excuse me, or is he just hungry for the power? Well, or both?
1: They they play him off immediately with a creepy vibe, and obviously he has sinister intentions. With uh, as far as Simon Phoenix goes, which we'll get into in a minute, but I feel like this guy is totally on a power trip. He built a society, and yeah, it's kind of good for everyone because everyone's happy. There's no murder, death, kills. Everyone's well, all that kind of thing. But at the same time, I think this guy gets off on the power. Like, he wants to run the world, right?
0: Oh, he looks, he has that twinkle in his eye where people are looking at him through those telepresence robot things, the chairs. And he's got all the people looking at him. He, he's, he's running the society as this, he, he's basically a dictator without being a dictator. I mean, everyone worships this guy. They're like, oh, yeah. he created this society after Los Angeles used to be this dump. We built over top of the yeah. of the crap, like literally built over top yeah. of it. You know, how late is this? How much further is this? Is 2032. So it's like 40 years.
1: Yeah, so right? it's
0: 40 years. Can you actually, and we talked about this a little bit, can you actually create this society in that short amount of time? See, I don't think so. I feel like there'll be too many people
1: that are still alive from the old Old regime. I feel like this. They're too advanced for how little time has passed. What if they just froze him? <laughs> they froze all the
0: detractors. They're Like oh, he, he <laughs> or, throw, or threw him under the sewers. He, you know, if if, if Stallone's going to go to prison for right. not killing somebody, yeah. what do you? What's to say if you have overdue parking tickets? I mean, <laughs> you, oh, Oops, you had you had parking tickets, yeah. so you're frozen. See ya. See ya yeah. in forty years.
1: I feel like there would have been like thirty years. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's forty years have passed for them to. Completely rebuild the city, like literally looks like a beautiful landscape. Everyone is on the same page. Everyone's a wuss. No one knows how to fight. They haven't touched each other in years. There hasn't been a murder since 2016. They said, so that's 16 years without a murder. Cops aren't doing anything. There's no need for cops. It's like this beautiful place. Everyone's getting along. There are no like like there are no um, there are no lower class. It's all upper class, and if you're lower class, you're underground. You're
0: literally lower. Yeah. I don't think that could happen in 40 years. So I, I can tell you how it would happen. This is the only way that it could happen. Yeah. If they literally kicked everybody out yeah. and built it, and then it was ready for you to move in like a new apartment complex. Uh-huh. It's like, hey, look, at we got these new apartments. We're now leasing. Yeah. We're now leasing in this place. Because then you could say, oh, wow, it looks so great. You're not part of the transition. But uh-huh. the transition from the garbage town that Los Angeles was, just like trash burning in the street. And just fires everywhere to then, oh, man, this this grass looks better than, you know, the master's grass. Yeah. It's like, looks like a golf course everywhere. Everything yeah. looks beautiful. What the if,
1: apartments are great. All right. What if I put it to you this way? Like, say, like, you know, you have like massive debt, right? Yeah. You have massive debt. This is like a way to like reset everything, right? Sure. So I'm sure a lot of people are going to be go for that. So I it's guess. Like, so my life is crap. My house is crap. Yeah. Everything's crap. I've got a pile of debt but here's this guy with this idea and he can change my life. All I have to do is follow his rules. And it's a nice thing. All I have to do is not touch anybody, not murder anybody, uh, not allowed to kiss anybody anymore, not allowed to have sex anymore. But, you know,
0: things are going to be up. Things are going to be looking good. Maybe I'll follow this guy. Some would call this guy a cult leader. Exactly. But is he really that bad? I hate to take his side here for a second. It was pretty bad before this guy took over. Yeah, no, he had definitely improved the
1: it, but it's not, it's not natural.
0: It's I, not natural. It's not, it's, it's too creepy. It's too cult. Like cult is the
1: perfect word.
0: But it's a maybe, city, citywide cult. Maybe what they needed was this guy to come in and get it started. Yeah. And then they need Dennis Leary to come up from the, from the sewers yeah. to then just take it over. And he make it had some
1: good ideas, but it, he went too far maybe. And here, let's, let's, let's cycle back to this question. Now we asked about Los Angeles in, tw- in 1993 in this movie world. Is every, is the country like this or is it just saying and saying it, and- San Los Angeles, so, San Angeles, well, sorry.
0: So you asked me that and I'll ask you another question to piggyback on that. Yeah. So we'll a- answer both at the same You're time. you to answer my
1: question with another question? Yes,
0: I am. All right. Did Los Angeles, like we said it before in the beginning, was that just a bad part of town and then it yeah. looks like crap and the rest of the country's fine? Yeah. Because that, that takes us to your question where it's like, is the rest of the country crap and now this is good and everybody, you have to get like an invite to go here?
1: Yeah, I think this is a separate part of the country. I don't think the whole country is like this. But I think there's a, there's a flaw in that because if this were a part of the country and like we, then, then Simon Phoenix got uh, thawed out and started wreaking havoc, I feel like other criminals would have – this would be a target, right? Well, they need to like – Would this be a target for other criminals from other cities
0: to come in and, and bust this place down? Yeah, unless unless we find out it's like Biodome where there's like literally yeah. a dome around the there's city. literally
1: like a gated community where you can't get in.
0: That's, what, that's the only way I think that this yeah. could work if, if they did it that way. Yeah. Could I don't know, I don't know. Like you have a guard in the front. You got a badge in. It doesn't make yeah. any sense. But my again, long story short, I'm saying
1: this is a bad idea and this was doomed to fail. And I know he tried to get the underground, uh, Edgar friendly Dennis Leary killed, which we'll describe later to like try to like perfect his place, his plan and maybe expand it. But I feel like it would have buckled
0: anyway, eventually. Well, let's talk a little bit about the society itself. I'm gonna give you some things. You tell me if you would accept this okay. in a future society. So think about your life today. Your life, it's pretty good. We got a good life here. Technology is pretty good. We got tablets. We got TVs. We got yeah. Netflix. We got podcasts. We got Netflix. We got, we got Netflix. You, you know, like, yeah. y- you can you can watch anything you want. You can yeah. even share it with your friend. Sure. It's, it's, it's like, you could do all of this stuff today, right? Yeah. It's pretty futuristic when you think about what 1980 probably was to now. Absolutely. So think about... 40 years from now. Well not 40 years from now. Like 15. Yeah. You've got self-driving cars? Yeah. That you can drive yourself into. We already you want have to, that. Right? We're all so the way. We're kind of on our way. We're all the way. You've got radio stations that played old-time commercials? We kind of have that.
1: Well, that's kind of like hipster logic like I feel like that could be a thing. Like if you go all serious, I bet there's a I bet there's a there's probably a, a commercials channel. There's probably a station for like old-timey show tunes y type things. What about the the dressing of the Komodos? again?
0: Yeah, we've got kimonos, we've got better comfortable dress. Yes. We've got GPS trackers in everybody's hand. That's pretty great. You know where your friends are at all times. We don't have that now. You got a phone in your pocket, don't you? I guess we do, yeah. They can
1: find you. Yeah. You
0: know? Um, you've got Taco Bell everywhere, which, you know, if you're a fan of Taco Bell, that's, that's pretty great, you know? We'll come back to that in a second. But I'll tell you what I'm not on board with. In America, we don't have bidets. We got right. toilet paper, which yes. you could argue is there's probably a better way. And they make fun of it in the movie. Yeah. But what they got there is three seashells. So
1: so this is like we gotta like talk about this right away. I, I, when yeah. you mentioned the movie Demolition Man, the first thing you think about is the three seashells, right?
0: Yes. So and it's a big joke of the whole movie. Yeah. I think I read something online that said the reason why it was in the movie was because this guy was trying to figure out like a, a futuristic plot and this the friend he called it was like the screenwriter. He calls yeah. a guy who was actually taking a dump at the time that he talked to him, oh, and wow. he looked on his toilet, and he saw that he had a bag of seashells there. It's like a decoration. That's how
1: most good ideas get started, usually. It's all the toilet.
0: So the three seashells, could you make do with these? How would you use it? How, they never tell you how.
1: See, this could be an hour-long episode. So this is this is can this is can of worms. that we're going to open this. We're going to open this can of worms right now. So there's an infograph, a very famous infograph that's online. Uh, I think it was started on Reddit. Uh, where they they want you to like hold the seashells like chopsticks, right? And, and I don't mean to be graphic, but I'm just going to be graphic here. They want you to
0: basically you catch pull,
1: it, you you pull the uh, the feces out, right? Uh, do you want me
0: to read the steps to you? Go, I have, I have it up. It. It. We'll po- it. we'll post this on we'll on Twitter and on the on the thing. Step one: take two of the three seashells and place them between your fingers to be used like chopsticks. Step two, and there's there's a very graphic graph that goes along with this. Yeah. Step two, using the two seashells, gently pull on the feces to remove them from your posterior until your bowels have been completely emptied. And it's got a picture of a butt <laughs> with, with a nice Lincoln log coming out, catching it. Step three, use the third seashell to scrape away any fecal remnants from your posterior. And step four, dispose of all three seashells and flush. First question, what if it's
1: not a solid? You're screwed. Yeah, Se- I mean, you need a bucket. Second question:
0: What if you need more than three seashells? Uh, you're you're screwed. <laughs> you're screwed. I mean, and and the other thing is too. Like, why wouldn't you just at that point use your hand to catch it? Yeah, and then use all three seashell, <laughs> all three seashells to scrape. So, all right, this is this is quickly gone in the in the gutter. Can I? I don't know if I could do this. Like, I
1: I have I have. Uh, it's similar to what they're saying. Can I just say it? Should I say it? Are we- <laughs> Turn turn it off right now if you don't want to hear right. bathroom humor. So you take the two seashells, right? And you um so the rounded ends, right? You 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 have them <laughs> facing each other and you use those to spread the buttocks. Right <laughs> to get yourself a nice, like open area, use your imagination. <laughs> While you're doing like a half squat <laughs> onto the toilet, right? <laughs> that way there's like no like there's no intrusion. There's no obstruction, so to speak, right? Try not to laugh into the microphone
0: yeah. to annoy everybody.
1: And if you do that the right way, the first two seashells will remain relatively clean, <laughs> right? In which case, you could use the shells to hold and wipe away any any fecal matter. Flush, they, dispose. All repeat. they
0: need is a bidet, and then they're done. Yeah, and that's it. This, this three seashells. You said this to me before too, like. Wouldn't it be funny if you just had that in your bathroom? You just spray painted three seashells like like uh, <laughs> silver and just yeah. had them on the back of your toilet. And yeah. then anyone that comes in your bathroom that saw that and knew, yeah. they'd like be like, eh,
1: "You yeah. also have to hide the toilet paper,
0: yeah." So there yeah. has to be like a, there has to
1: be like a hidden compartment that you could like lift. You've got like, to remove oh, it the whole thing. Off, it the, yeah. off
0: the side of the bathroom. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> but but could you bring it back? Could you use these three shells? Like that's a that's a future I don't want to live in.
1: Yeah. I think John Spartan had the right idea. Just, just use the swear machine to get your paper.
0: He just spit out every swear word yeah. in the in the book. To be, He's like, now good. Now I can go take a I'm not a messing dump. with that. No, no. They've also got FaceTime here. Yeah. I mean, you can get VR phone calls. You get a phone call, which brings me to something I wanted to bring up to you. He literally was in the, he's in the room and he gets a phone call from some naked chick for literally five seconds. Yeah. And she's like, "Oops, wrong number." <laughs> like that was only in there yeah. because in '93, if it was rated R, you gotta you gotta get that rating. You gotta earn the rating. You gotta earn it. Yeah. It's like, well, we have a rated R, so we might as well just put that in there. Yeah. And I felt like that was the thing. The nudity served no purpose other than to make you laugh. It felt right. like 90s movies had a lot more random nudity than current movies today. Don't you think so?
1: I agree. And it's always, it doesn't even have to be a sex
0: scene, right? Yeah, yeah it wasn't even a sex scene. In this scene. time period, the 90s movies, they were. They just had a boob or a butt in there just for the hell of it. Just for, just because. I think I texted you when you were watching this and you, you just texted me back boobs and butts. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, a- because that's what it was. It wasn't a sex scene. It was an
1: unnecessary, like, wrong number. They had to, like, get a reason to throw it in there. I feel like that's a major trope of the 90s. Good
0: call. Let's talk a little bit more about every restaurant being Taco Bell, too. Because we kind of mentioned it before. You know, again, we're jumping all over the place. Doesn't matter. The movie is the movie itself is it's whatever. But the the, the society is what really interests me. Every restaurant's yeah. a Taco Bell, because they said Taco Bell was the only restaurant to survive the restaurant wars. Was yeah. it literally wars? Like people are like fighting and they're just Trying to earn what the restaurant is like, you had Taco Bell fighting McDonald's. Yeah. You had soldiers in this downtown battleground of Los Angeles. That's yes. kind of what I thought.
1: I like to imagine all the food places are like arbored up. Or was They're it a giant, like, <laughs> giant. Like, a giant food fight?
0: A giant food fight. <laughs> Taco Bell had like the most like disgusting. They were food the to spiciest.
1: They threw the spice <laughs> in people's eyes. You know, it's <laughs> getting in everyone's eyes. All the jalapenos. Yeah.
0: They just won. I mean, think about it. Their they,
1: ingredients are the cheapest, so like they had like mass quantities of them. Yeah. Yeah. Totally agree. Now, fun fact: every restaurant in this movie is Taco Bell. It won the won the battle, the battle, right? But in overseas versions of this movie, the Taco Bell is actually a Pizza Hut.
0: I could see that. So, what?
1: so they say like they change they change the lines. Every, every every restaurant here is now Pizza Hut. Like if you go watch this movie overseas. In China or whatever or whatever I don't know if they. they so did they
0: like. film a different logo too? Oh, yeah, I think they, they just it?
1: superimposed a different logo. Ah, so it's not Taco Bell in, in other versions of this movie. It's
0: Pizza Hut. So was this paid? Was this a paid placement from Taco Bell? Do you know? Because, I don't know, but
1: it had to have been right. Taco they just Bell pick it?
0: in '93. Like I don't know. I never really went to Taco Bell. That was not like my fast food of choice. We didn't have one in our uh, in our in our home in our home city. And that's the thing. like So I don't know if 93 maybe was an up-and-coming restaurant. I have no yeah. idea. I'm speculating on this. But why didn't they do like McDonald's? Like McDonald's is... That's like the restaurant, right? Yeah. The fast food chain. I think Taco Bell's funnier.
1: I think it just sounds
0: funnier. No, I, I think you're right. And yeah. maybe that's what it is. Because it's like Taco Bell is kind of weird. Yeah, and he right. makes the burrito joke himself. Yeah. And they're like, oh, it's not like that. Everybody has a Taco Bell. And it's like this really nice restaurant.
1: So they say they say every restaurant is Taco Bell. So... Are there like different versions of the Taco Bell restaurant? Like, is there an Italian Taco Bell? Is there a, a obviously a Mexican Taco Bell? It's like Taco Bell Red Lobster. Is there like a Taco Bell? Yeah,
0: Taco Bell seafood place. Like, is that like is that what they're saying? That's what I think. And when they, when you go to the place, like they hand him this plate with like crappy looking food. It looked like bagel yeah. bites with corn on it. <laughs> it was like he's like, "Is this all you got?" Like, it, it it but it did look semi like Mexican, right? It, I guess a little bit. I, I mean, the, the plate, it's the plate itself, it looked like little enchiladas. I guess yeah. on bagel That's bites. That's What I'm saying.
1: So I don't, so I guess, I guess what it boils down to is like, I guess I think every restaurant is fancy because it's illegal to have bad food for you, bad, like, like bad for you food. Like no salt. He says, pass salt. And everybody looks at him like he's weird because salt's illegal. You're like, oh, salt salt is bad for you. Yeah. So I guess that's where I come back to that
0: guy. Yeah. Screw this society. So he's trying to tell
1: everyone what's good for him. Like, yeah, I guess salt's kind of bad for you, but what America, damn it be my salt. I'm sorry. I thought this was America. Yeah, sorry, if I want to smoke cigarettes, smoke cigarette. I'd Drink a
0: beer. Yes for Marlboro. They don't yeah. even do that in movies anymore. It's like smoking is really like a, it's frowned upon. Yeah, but that's the other thing. So Taco Bell is a restaurant. Talk a little bit more about the society before we jump back to the thawing of the guys. The VR sex helmets. So that's the future, baby. So I could see that being the case. You want to you want to stop AIDS. You want to like quell, stop disease. Then stop touching each other. Stop yeah. swapping bodily fluids, like as Sandra Bullock would say.
1: And then she was saying, like, "Oh, there was like AIDS. And there were like these other sexual diseases that are cool that we don't even know about yet." Like,
0: yeah, like she named some. She random was just diseases. throwing acronyms
1: around, and so I guess that's a good idea, right? Like to preserve the future human race, right?
0: So we already took this in the gutter with the three C show. So let's just yeah. let's just dive right back. Apologize in. for that. So would you? Would you? No, don't apologize. Would <laughs> you? Would you do this? Would you use the, the helmet?
1: I think if they made it real enough that I might never leave my house again.
0: <laughs> We're kind of there. I mean, PSVR yeah. just yeah. came out. Who knows about what else is out there? Yeah. So, so you, you think this would grow, this would like become a thing Would no, so is this like the new heroin? Like people are just in their yeah, house? Like, I
1: think like, you know, like obviously internet porn kind of like revolutionized the porn consuming world, right? So if they took this a step further, like the the, the, the uh, as the furthest they got of this kind of thing right now is like the real doll, right? You know what a real doll is?
0: <laughs> is that the thing from that movie with Lars um, and the Real Doll? Yeah, it's, like like, like,
1: well, it's, like it's like a blow-up doll, but it's very realistic to a scary degree, right? You sound like you know a lot about I, this I thing. Saw, I saw a documentary on it. Don't get excited, <laughs> all right? You can check my closet. Kind of hard. It's kinda of hard to hide a six together woman in woman in my closet. I know right? we don't live together anymore,
0: but you know, I might have to go do some inspection. Oh, you over you there. didn't see my roommate?
1: You didn't meet my roommate? <laughs> no, no. So if like things continue where they're going now in another sixteen years, this might be a reality. Now I don't know if you need the two people or if you can do it between you and your computer, where it could be a whole other thing where port stars could make like millions of dollars if this were a real thing like you
0: tell telepresence robot you if you could
1: yeah if you could if you could do like a if you could do like a like a vr thing through like the internet, the internet. yeah and get the sensation <laughs> the human race will cease to exist
0: well that's the other thing like how did they procreate they never yeah. said they didn't even address it did she
1: that's why they're afraid of like humans having sex with robots but they that's did- they had this. They, they had a very funny subplot on uh, Futurama about this, where it's yeah. like illegal to have sex with your like robot like friend or whatever, or, or like, or it was a clone. I think it was like a like because a VR clone. Would stop having kids. And uh, Fry was was uh, like had a relationship with with like clone Lucy Lou. And it's like, if enough, pe- if this were a prevalent thing, then like we would not procreate and we'd, we'd die off.
0: Well, they didn't, they didn't talk about this in, in the movie. Like how did people have kids? They didn't even address it. They, least, no, they, they did. Did they? I must've missed that part.
1: Yeah. Sandra Bullock was explaining it to, uh, Stallone about how you have to go to like a facility and they like they do right, it safely. Not, I must've been thinking yeah. too
0: much about the V <laughs> you No,
1: know, yeah. They'll, they'll impregnate you like safely sperm to egg type of thing through like. It's a, in vitro a whole, style thing. Yeah. Yeah. Very much. So, so then yeah.
0: are people pregnant or the baby literally grow in a test tube?
1: I would think the way they do it is test tube, yeah. but I, she didn't specify that, but I, I think it would be like genetically engineered.
0: I, I also like how she came out and asked him like, hey, do you, do you want to hook up basically? And she yeah. gives him a towel because yeah. he might need that, <laughs> <laughs> he might need that for later. <laughs> Let's talk about one more thing before we move on. The verbal morality credits. What's up oh, with that? Oh yeah. That's like the swear jar.
1: Yeah. Now, if there were a ver- verbal morality machine around me at all times, like, I'd be broke, right? You'd be, you'd be in debt. I, there's about I'd like, be in debt. There's about, like, one hour a week where I don't swear, and it's when we're recording this podcast. And even then, I still say, like, you know, you know. Every once in a while here. Everything everything under the sun except, like, an F-bomb. I try to, like, curb myself the F-bombs. There are a few that I had to bleep out, actually. So it's <laughs> like, if there's no children around and there's not a hot mic on, I'm, I'm swearing, like, 24-7. It's like it's a habit that I can't break. So I can't imagine this thing like being implemented like say tomorrow they're like all right
0: swearing's illegal. What happens if you if you get do you get fined right and they print this thing out? It's like worthless yeah. to John Spartan. He doesn't care. Yeah. He's got these tickets he's gonna literally go wipe, he's going to yeah, with it. He's yeah. going to go wipe his ass with it. Yeah. So where does that go? Is it like a parking ticket where you just keep them and then you go to jail eventually? Do you get frozen <laughs> so for having too many swearing tickets? You're not going
1: to get pulled over because the car drives itself. So there's not going to be any, like, where are you going to get, like, hunted down,
0: right? Maybe this is the only way that they can make money. Yeah. You know, it's like when they, at the end of the month, the cops start pulling everybody over. It's like, oh, they got to curse people, so you got to get the revenue stream.
1: Yeah. Well, it's like, it's like the only thing the cops have to do, right? So, but, I will yeah. The thing is, like, if you, if you accumulate enough of them, like, do you go to jail? That's, I think they freeze you. They throw you. in Do the They freeze thing. you if you like swear too much.
0: Thirty years in. Thirty years in cryo freeze. You got to rehabilitate. You got to learn how to say nice things. It's like yeah. the equivalent of writing. I will not. I will not curse. I will yeah. not curse. Write it on the blackboard. Write it on the blackboard. That's your sentence. You you're you have thirty years of writing it on the blackboard think, in your I head. Think,
1: I think swearing is a thirty day sentence. Thirty you know, days froze of 30 frozen days. That That's
0: seems like a waste of resources, doesn't yeah. it? Like the, the energy that it takes to freeze you. So is it? Let's go back to the prison thing for a
1: second. Because I just got to ask <laughs> this. Is it is it cheaper? Per prisoner to be frozen or to be jailed, probably frozen because you don't have to eat anything. But how much does it cost to freeze a guy and to maintain the refriger? Like, what's their energy bill? I mean, they they better they. <laughs> I think feeding a guy three times a day is a lot cheaper
0: than freezing a guy for twenty four hours. But it's cooler. See what Shut up. I did there? Skip See it. See what I did there? Skip it. <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> but it's cooler to freeze them. Skip it. What are you? What are you, Mister Freeze? <laughs> What are you, Schwarzenegger? I mean, this, they did have the Schwarzenegger presidential <laughs> yeah, library in this movie. They did, they did. So, so but anyway, let's, let's jump back to the plot here for a second. So, wait, 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 So, before we do that. Okay, go ahead. You mentioned the towel. What was the towel for? <laughs> she gave him a towel. She didn't have a towel. No, she, but well, she didn't need it. She he, had the, the, the kimono on. She had the kimono on, okay. But was the towel for him because do, he was sweating? So,
1: yeah, uh, I'm going to try to ask this as, as non-crudely as possible. Does he finish?
0: Like, he physically? He didn't, but would he? Yes, he didn't. Or is it all in your brain? No, it is in your brain, but it's like you know, like do you get the physical sensation? I, I think that that it was. I mean, I don't think you I don't do. know if we could. I don't know if we could go down this path. Here. I don't think you do, though. I don't put it this way. I think she gave him the towel for a reason. Okay, she she's okay. been down this road before. She could sweat too, but uh, okay. But all right. she she's been down this road before. That's yeah, all I'll say. we we'll she, she asked him very casually, like, "Hey, do you want to hook up?" and she she know she's done it before she's right. a pro
1: we've done it. we spent a half hour talking about a fake society so i guess we should move on with the movie <laughs> all right but,
0: yeah let's get back to the movie so the whole point of the of the movie is simon phoenix simon says gets frozen and then thawed out uh-huh. and and now he's running amok to, how did so how did he get thrown out he got fro- thrown, out. Out. Fro- thrown out <laughs> thrown out Thrown out fro- out they they unfroze the guy yeah. because they needed to kill dennis leary Who, who's they they, meaning Mr. Mr. Mac, the, the cult leader. The cult leader, from yeah. From Boy Meets World. <laughs> awesome reference. <laughs> if you remember Mr. Mac, he, Mr. Mac needs to unfreeze this dude because yeah. he wants to kill Dennis Leary. Yeah, Dr., Dr. Coxto. Let me say this. Worst plan in the history of movies. Yeah. So you, You're like, oh, I have a mouse in my house. Let me go buy a lion and stick him in the house. Oh, oops, he killed everybody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So doc, Dr. Coxto, who's
1: the, the mayor of this utopian society, the Pope, he decides that we don't know this right away, but we find out very quickly. And Stallone figures it out very quickly that Snipes is basically a hitman for this underground leader, Dennis Leary, who's the character who basically leads all the people who are against this utopian society. They live in the sewer. All they the eat, scumbags. They eat rat burgers. They still have beers down there. They got classic cars down there that they can't drive.
0: Hold on a second. Let me ask you something. You said you drink. they got beers down there, but he's eating re- rat burgers. Yeah. How do we know that beer is actually beer? That's piss beer. That's what I was yeah. where I was going. i it's, like, it's like
1: it, no, it's probably like um, fermented you, pee. Yeah, you make it in the tub. It's like uh, it's it's like moonshine
0: almost. Probably, Yeah, but it, you know they peed in a tub and but they it's bottled fermented. it. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's <laughs> so, the
1: only way. So yeah, so opposing the utopian Society is underground group led by Dennis Leary, where they do graffiti, small time stuff, try to shake up the shake up the city. And uh, they'll steal food from Taco Bell, one of the many Taco Bells in the in the land.
0: They're not so bad. They're just trying
1: to eat. So Simon Phoenix gets thawed with a brainwashed rehab program that gives him like full on martial arts. Uh, Weapons knowledge, weapons training, uh, trading, uh, enhanced strength. Somehow, conveniently missing is marksmanship. Except for marksmanship, which he can't shoot to save his life. That's because this yeah. guy never yeah. used a gun in his life. So he has all these upgraded uh, moves, move set list, and he's he got missed. martyrdom turned so, on the perk. So he's run, he's running the buck. He's running a buck on the city. He's, he's committing murder, death kills, and he's stealing cars. And it's like, how do you stop a guy like this? How did how did he get out? And how do we stop this guy? So how do we stop this guy, Drew? You got to
0: unfreeze the demolition man. <laughs> you got to send a maniac to catch a maniac. It's the only way. The only way. It's the only way. And that, that seemed a little reckless too, but yeah. they should have just unfroze him from the beginning. Right. They waited too long. So yeah, that's the fatal flaw of this entire
1: movie is that Dr. Cocteau, I, I don't even know if that's his name <laughs> anymore. I think I, I, think I <laughs> butchered it. You were saying Dr. Coxteau, he thought um, <laughs> out Simon Phoenix what he should have thought out like a
0: lesser criminal, not a psychopath like Simon Phoenix, right? Absolutely. He, remember Simon Phoenix got his friends unfrozen? He should have just unfrozen one of his friends. Right, exactly. Someone more
1: controllable. Because all he had to do was take out this one guy who's underground with a little pea shooter gun. And that's it. Like, he didn't have to go. It's like, it's like you said. It's like blowing up your house when you got a spider in it.
0: <laughs> but did you, let me ask you this. Did he need to unfreeze anybody? No. He could have just got somebody from another town. Use
1: that the cops are doing nothing in the city. There are no crimes in the city. Get a task force. Get a task force. And, like, have them study this guy and arrest him. They have wands that you just touch someone <laughs> in
0: and knock them out. But does it... Okay, so let me ask you. Was this guy dumb or cocky? Or both? I think he was cocky. because, like, He I, thought he could control him. It, so, was, his, it was his toy. Because that's what I'm saying. Like, D- this, was he stupid? Like, oh, I, I think I, I, this guy's gonna get him. He was he's naive. Get him. He was naive. So he was naive and aggressive and yeah. a dick. Yes, <laughs> yes. For lack of a better yeah. word,
1: right? Exactly, exactly.
0: Like you could have, like
1: you know, the the old guy in the police and the and the, and the police department. The guy that guy
0: didn't forget how to fight. Crime. The guy who was
1: around in '93. I know he's old now. He can't really go out in the streets because he's like seventy now. But, but he, he he knows how to do it, right? But he. He could have, like, been the leader to, like, figure out a way to get this guy up from underground. How was that guy not the police chief? Right,
0: exactly. That guy knew what he was doing. (laughs) The police chief was a moron. So
1: now this guy brings up Simon Phoenix, which in turn brings up the demolition man. The worst thing you could have for this utopian society. There's going to be holes blown everywhere.
0: It's going to look like Los Angeles in 96 again. He
1: did turn it back into a regular Los Angeles 93.
0: (laughs) I I just, I don't understand where this guy was going Bad with this. Bad plan from the it's start. It's like, I'm, you said it, you got yeah. a spider in your house, now, oh, blow your house up.
1: Now, uh, no, in fairness, he didn't know that they were going to thaw out John Spartan. He didn't know that either.
0: It actually saved his ass to, to, yeah. to thaw out John Spartan, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. I mean, so, let me go back to one thing you said before. Dennis Leary, tough-talking, Ford-selling truck man. <laughs> <laughs> Get a truck, bub. Edgar Friendly, terrible name for a villain. They... Yeah. they they used all their naming power on John Spartan and yeah, Simon Phoenix. Exactly, Edgar Friendly is just not... And the, the casting on this is just way off. You're, you're, you're going off of the casting, too? The casting is, is just I way agree. off. I agree. Dennis Leary doesn't totally work in this role. The but. only reason they had him in this was yeah. for his Ford truck selling speech at the end of... <laughs> he wasn't selling Fords back then. Whatever the hell he said, he had that the tough-talking... Yeah, you got to do this because you got to grow a sack, bub. Like, his- <laughs> what are you gonna do? You're
1: gonna drop Ford. You're gonna be American. You American? If you're not American, what are Hemi. you? What are you gonna get a Nissan? Get a heavy. Get a short, <laughs> pal. Pal. <laughs> and that, that's his
0: spiel. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's that, his thing. that was his
1: comedy act. Was to like speak in one sentence.
0: That's what he did, yeah. and he did it well. Yeah. Poorly casted, in my opinion. They really could have could have cast somebody else. And you, know what? I'm gonna go back on the casting on Cocteau, too. Yeah, Dr. Coxstein you're gonna you're going to... you got to gotta <laughs> give, me, give me the guy. <laughs> remember
1: Episodes of the gutter.
0: This is so bad. Er, we are fine. Our, we One earned
1: verbal morality <laughs> penalty.
0: <laughs> I should have I started beeping you before. If
1: you beat me for every time I've sworn in this episode alone, then I think we're in trouble.
0: <laughs> you, you already owe like $100 yeah. here. No, but I'm going to go back on this. That casting was off too. You don't like it? No, they should have casted the guy. I don't even remember the guy's no, he was, name. He was fine. What's the guy What's the guy who plays Vincent Chase's um, rival, Agent Terrence? Who, what's that guy's Francis name? Francis McDowell? Yeah, uh, Malcolm McDowell. Malcolm McDowell, you're right. That guy would have been a great dictator. I can't even
1: argue with you. That's a
0: better choice. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that would have... You, 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 t- you did it. <laughs> that would have absolutely made this movie better. And then get the, get Dennis Leary the hell wow. out of there. i blow blown away. That
1: that Malcolm McDowell's is perfect. That's what I'm saying. Like,
0: he kind of looks like the guy. Yeah. This guy's like a poor no, he's man's better. Malcolm He's more McDowell. sinister. Malcolm McDowell is, he's sinister. He's got the white hair. He looks kind of like a villain. Yeah. Get him in there. This guy looks like a pope, though. Yeah, but you don't need a pope. uh, You need, need like, an ominous, like, pope looking guy. (laughs) This guy just looks like, he looks like an amateur. Yeah. He looks like like a guy in Halloween dressed as a pope. I guess. (laughs) He does. I don't know. Who would you cast instead of Dennis Leary? I mean, you're okay with him. I don't, I I can't, he's all right. I mean, get him out of there. I don't know. Like, put somebody else in. I don't know. Like his beard was nice. He had a good beard. He looked like he looked like he was living in the sewer. But he looked dirty, which is Bork. That's why guess, it worked for me. <laughs> I guess on that yeah. on that note, he he nailed yeah. it. He nailed it. Anyway, I'm going way too far off the tracks. Which side did you take? Would you take the utopian side? Or are you taking the underground sewer sewer rat burger piss piss So, so, so yeah, people? so
1: these people led by Dennis Leary, they like they completely rejected the uh the idea of the society. So I did some math, right? So they mentioned in the movie that there hasn't been a murder, death, kill in uh, 16 years since 2016. Ironically, is where we're at right now. So imagine if today was the last day there was ever a murder. Would that be nuts? It would be. It would be nice. Yeah, it would be nice. It'd be a great society. So that alone, that answers your question. We know where Drew's living. <laughs> I would. I would take it. <laughs> yeah. You know. So, but okay. So 16 years, right? So, so say say the society started in like to form in 1994 because Stallone got put in jail in '93, right? Okay. Say so that the wheel started in motion. So in this movie, Dennis Leary seems to be in his mid to late thirties, yeah. right? Maybe early thirties even. So Leary was probably, I would say 15 ish when this if, place, if that. when, when, when the society started getting rolling, if that, so that's what he started to like. So maybe he was like a, he was like a John Connor
0: in a way. Yeah, like he's the leader of the resistance. He's the leader of the resistance. Like, hey, we can't take this This young
1: buck is like, he's going to take us to the promised land. He's like, he knows that this is bad for us.
0: He's going to take us to the yeah. sewer.
1: So me, if I was at like a, of similar age and I had this very charismatic leader who was talking to me about what they're going to take our freedoms away, and these people, you're not allowed to swear anymore, you're not allowed to exchange bodily fluid, you can't eat a cheeseburger anymore, you can't eat pizza anymore. I might tend to side with Desley. Leary. So you're going to the sewer? You're I think go wait up well, this might not be a podcast right now because I think we'd be on separate sides. You'd look down on me.
0: Podcasting would be illegal.
1: Yeah. Because we were using too many curse words. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> we'd have to be singing in these bikes right now. Yeah.
0: No, but I, I I mean, I guess it wasn't the sewer. I'm making fun of it, but I guess it wasn't the sewer. It was just the old town that they it built the on top of. It was the old
1: underground. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, it, to be fair, it was a pretty crappy... How movie. did they build the city on top of a city, Drew? I'm not a historian, but... Yeah. What <laughs> wasn't part Clearly, of Seattle? It? <laughs> what it wasn't part of Seattle built on top of? Maybe
1: it could be. It's possible.
0: I will have to check the archives yeah. here, <laughs> the, the San San Andreas or San Angeles archives. See, see, that's the thing. I also want to say San Andreas a lot instead of San Angeles because of the video game. Because maybe it was a prequel. Yeah. It was a prequel. That's yeah, how the right? city got all screwed yeah. up. You know, the rock. He didn't say he saved his daughter, but the town went under. So
1: long story short, you're with the Utopia Society, I'm underground, and we're gonna be fighting each other. We're not friends. So, yeah.
0: You can you can steal my my scraps from Taco Bell anytime you want. <laughs> anytime you want. I'll put them in the sewer for you. I don't like you. Taco
1: Bell anyway. All right.
0: I'll put them in the sewer for you. As you said earlier, the police force was pretty inept. They're a bunch of idiots. They have no job. I, I feel like, why are they even there? Like You yeah. know when they say, like, hey, we should probably save some money, cut some jobs here? I'm yeah. not advocating for people to lose their jobs, but really, what did they do? I, I think they had money to burn them. They're like mall cops. Yeah, they drove they, around in like electric cars had, on Segways. They
1: had nowhere to go, nowhere to be. There's too many of them. The the facility is awesome, right? They're walking around with their wads. They have nothing to do. They, uh, they meet Simon Phoenix in a phone booth, and they have no clue how to deal with them. Do they have phone booths in twenty thirty six? Well, it wasn't a phone booth. It was more of like an internet booth. It was like talk.
0: his <laughs> internet cafe. Yeah,
1: the guy was like, it was like self help. The guy was, was like talking yeah, to him. Poor depressed guy.
0: <laughs> no, but I, I mean, they, they there was too many. It's like if you went to the mall and you saw yeah. two hundred mall cops on segways. Exactly. Like, what do you do all day? You don't need that. They show up all day. They got Rob Schneider. They got Benjamin Bratt. They got Sage Bullock,
1: and they're like, there's nothing to do. Rob Schneider severely underused, underused in, this movie. in this movie. So, um, severely underused. So, obviously, the main cop is uh, in this movie is Sandra Bullock, um, Lolita Huxley. Uh, she's like 90s nerd, she loves all the retro stuff. She's yearning for the action, right? She, she needs to see some action. She's watching all the Jackie Chan movies. She said she knows all about John Spartan, and his history because she read up on like how action was back in the day. She just wants to get out there and bust some heads. And office, and there's no heads
0: to bust. Her office looks like my basement. Yeah, she's got posters of lethal weapon on yeah. the wall. I would hang out in that She's office. She's got toys everywhere. She's got weapons everywhere. And it's like, she just wants some action and there's no action. She got yelled at from her dumb boss <laughs> for wanting action because he yeah. overheard her talking to the the cryogenic freezing guy yeah. saying, I wish that we had some action. And he's like, I can't believe you talked like that. Yeah, wishing, action means
1: wishing for crime. Nobody wants crime. I mean, what
0: what kind of, what's action to her? Like a parking ticket? You know, something. We, anything. We joke about that. Someone yeah. cursing.
1: Yeah. Somebody steals something. But anyway, so... Cops find out that Simon Phoenix has committed murder, death, kills all over the cryogenic lab. Murder, so, death, kill. So we got to figure out, like, how to stop it. We got, like I said, we got to send him a catch maniac. We got to thaw out John Spartan. So I think it was the idea of the older cop who was... guy with the beard. The guy with the beard, who knew John Spartan when he was, like, a rookie cop back in the day. Should have been police chief himself. And the warden is, like, totally against it, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Completely against it. I don't know how this even happened because the warden was so against it. The warden, sorry. The um. The uh, police chief, the police chief, the warden from Shawshank, the warden from Shawshank. That guy from that thing, yeah, that guy from that, he's also a 24. Yeah. So we unfreeze John Spartan and John Spartan comes out of the ice block and is immediately bombarded with insult after insult from this freaking guy. (laughs) His boss, the police chief, can I run down the type of, please, the type of time cyst things that he says to John
0: Spartan? This is unacceptable. He should have been flagged on that thing.
1: In this day and age, you can't get away with this stuff. Let alone in twenty thirty two in a
0: utopian that society. That buzzer should have been going off. Yeah.
1: So he called this guy under, uh, among other things. This is what I, all I caught. A grotesque, a, a Neanderthal, a grotesque, a grotesque, <laughs> a Neanderthal, a brute, a beast, a caveman, primate, savage, a brutish fossil creature, a barbarian, a cro-magnon and a maniac.
0: Uh, what what's the worst one? Jesus, I don't know. I uh, think a maniac's actually like a compliment a to grotesque. him. A grotesque. Private's pretty bad. <laughs> I mean, you can't say that. Private. A, a grotesque is, like a grotesque <laughs> what? I, I, I He's love just an ugly human. I get like, and everyone was saying it about him. It wasn't just the warden, right? The yeah. people at Taco Bell were saying, "Yeah, too. yeah, oh yeah." People, like, he was people like were saying, "Because he was like, oh, you don't know how to and, fight this guy." And
1: all he did was be bored at a different area. Isn't that like racist? That's like that's time types, man. I think the uh, South Park coined that term, and it's, it's true right here. That is a time-sist. you can't get away with that stuff, guys. Feelings. So he gets thawed out, and you talked about the Batman Joker dynamic that 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 Phoenix and Spartan have so he gets thought out he's confused he wants a cigarette you not know, a lot of cigarettes he's like what what day is this I don't know what's going on where's my wife oh my wife died that sucks he got over that in like a minute and then they and then they mentioned oh skip this you're here because we need to get we need to get Simon Phoenix and he perks up Phoenix is out all right let's get to work let's do it right like, about his wife he's instantly. so excited that that he has something to do they has Phoenix to go catch
0: did his daughter die I can't remember because they no. said about where's my daughter no he speculated about where his daughter is. Shouldn't he go find her? Well, that's the thing.
1: He, were, he was in a car ride, and uh, Lenita was like, yeah, we can find her. I could easily type it up at my computer. He's like, no, don't do it. I'm scared. So he's scared to see her because he's Cause afraid... she's living in the sewer. Or she's at a high rise, or dead. We don't know. He's afraid. He doesn't want to know if she's dead or if she's alive. And if she's alive and he meets her, he might disappoint her because he's an,
0: an old guy. You know what would have yeah. been a good plot twist? He's huh. She's dating... Dennis Leary, she's <laughs> Dennis Bulbed Leary.
1: Yeah, she shy. He should have found her in that sewer. <laughs> That's what I mean in the underground city. <laughs>
0: yeah, that would have been a happy.
1: That would ending. been a great. That would
0: have been a great subplot. It's like, oh yeah, by the way, she's the lady making the rat burgers. That that would have been a great thing. It's like, here, have a beer,
1: dad. Yeah, Cheese. drink up, pal. What if, she, what if she was the 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 wrong number girl
0: that was naked? That, uh, <laughs> oops, sorry, oops, dad. Sorry, but it was like <laughs> <laughs> maybe it was dad. <laughs> dad, is that you? <laughs> God, what was <laughs> her was her name? I don't even I don't even think they Ashley? Said it. Is that you? Oops, <laughs> sorry, wrong number. She sounds like an Ashley. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so uh, to gloss over the plot and everything, I mean we've been through forty minutes of crap. So let's like, literally let's in two minutes go over the plot. So Spartan gets out, he adjusts the life. He has dinner at Taco Bell for he saves the guy's life. He saves, nice he saves the Pope's life. Um, he fights Phoenix a few times after they find bullets and guns. They have a lot of gunfights that they never
0: hit each other. One of the best fights <laughs> yeah. of the whole movie yeah. in the armory. Right. Like he's shooting a Civil War cannon. Yep. There's every gun you can think of with the bullets conveniently placed next to it because <laughs> society is so naive and dumb.
1: Spartan figures out that the Pope, I'm calling it the Pope. It's, you know, cockstained, cock toe. <laughs> he figures out that he was the guy that had unleashed Snipes to... Uh, to take out Dennis Leary, figure it all out like in two seconds, like Val Kilburn, Batman Forever. <laughs> Clock, chess <parts>. yeah, <laughs> Enigma. Yeah. So, um, has virtual sex with Sandra Bullock, um, learns how to drive a self-driving car, has a Rat Burger, has a beer, befriends Dennis Leary, and all of a sudden, boom, He's fighting Simon Phoenix at the final final showdown in The Cryogenic Chamber. After
0: Cocteau dies. Yeah. That's right. Sorry. Yeah, don't don't gloss over that, because he was programmed, Phoenix was programmed that he could not pull the trigger against Cocteau. Yes.
1: Like, he had his gun to his head, literally,
0: and, like, something in his brain stopped him from, from pulling the trigger. But, he gets around it, circumvents it, because he's Loophole. smart. Loophole. He says to his friend, hey, kill this guy. Can you kill this guy for me? Boom. <laughs> done. <laughs> done. See ya. You know who wouldn't have fell for that? hmm Malcolm McDowell, my boy. <laughs> You're right. It's a simple flatch. It's that a actor, character change. That actor yeah. would have transcended the movie. Yes, he would have saw it coming. That's that's <laughs> a, that's that's a chess move, three moves ahead that you don't see. Right. This, that Malcolm McDowell would have just he would have taken it out. So
1: yeah, oh yeah. Did we we glossed over that also? That that um, that Simon Phoenix snookered his the Pope into unfreezing eight of his friends. Yeah.
0: So oh yeah, that'll of, do it. One of them by the witch was Jesse Ventura who had no speaking lines, <laughs> yeah. but he did pull the trigger. Don't forget who else was in this movie. That's right. We played a game a few weeks ago. That's right. Jack, Jack, Black. Was that? Jack Black was in that? Jack Black was in that. Jack Black was in that. He was the underground guy for a second. No Quick lines. Quick cameo. Yep. At least they say credit him, right? Yeah, it right. wasn't like on IMDb where it says Jack Black uncredited.
1: But actually, I caught it. I caught it in the, in the final credits when I was watching it on HBO Go. So yeah, um, they have a final showdown. Uh, very similar to the fu- to the showdown at the beginning of the movie in, in, uh, in Phoenix's lair. Um, they, they, they cry the cryo chair. chamber. He um, he freezes the ground, uses the science that makes you freeze people, froze Phoenix, whipped around,
0: told him to heads up, kicked his head off, great line. And it's over. Tough guy lied. Movie over. Is this... So, let me ask you this. Is this one of the movies that we've done where we've talked the least about the actual movie?
1: <laughs> no, last week, Varsity
0: Blues. <laughs> yeah, Varsity Blues. <laughs> the last episode <laughs> of Varsity Blues. Because hopefully, you know, I think we... We try to do the society justice because I think that's one of the more that's important the things. That's the thing about the movie, yeah. It just ends so abruptly. The movie, yeah. It just ends like, oh, hey, he's dead. Oh, by the way, hey, Dennis Siri, you know what? We need a new leader. You think you look like you could, you could maybe, you could handle this? Yeah. You know, it's like, it reminds me of like Far Cry Four, where the pagan men's gone. Oh yeah, this guy is just going to take. Yeah, you can do a good yeah, job. You can do a job here, here. Lead, lead the whole. Country. How do we know yeah. that Dennis Leary is not going to turn this town back yeah. into the sewer? Well, we're not sure that
1: Dennis Leary is the leader. John Spartan kind of says, "Hey, man, uh, you seem to like, know what you're doing." So, so like, so he's like the leader of the underground, and the leader of the upper ground is is dead. So you got to find like the happy medium somewhere. So I guess the question is,
0: what's going to happen after the credits roll? I, I think Dennis Leary is going to take over. And he's going to turn this place into the sewer because that's it gonna, better. Is it going to turn back into 1993 Los Angeles again? No, it's not going to be a war zone. No, it's, it's not, not going to be a war zone. zone. But I think he's done. He's had it with Taco Bell. Get rid <laughs> of Taco Bell. Get out of here. <laughs> Give me a burger. He's a McDonald's kind of guy. Yeah. You know, he's going to have beers. You're not going to have these cursing machines anymore. That's That's gone. So maybe yeah. this is for the better. Yeah, maybe he's going to get rid of the three seashells. Yeah. He's the toilet paper yeah, yeah, guy.
1: People are going to start swearing
0: again. It's you know, going to be great. You you can actually have sex now. Get rid of those VR headsets. People are going to be bagging all over the place. And, you know, it's going to be a population boom. It's yeah. like the baby boomers. Can I can I ask you this? What if you had sex
1: while you also you had, had, had the physical VR sex while you had the headset on? Do you...
0: You just, you, you can't do that because you would die. Would you have Bill. a seizure? It's <laughs> too much stimulation. Too much. You know, you, you'd it'd have be, a heart attack. would be like, ah! <laughs> you'd have a heart attack. It'd be over before it began. <laughs> be before, over, <laughs> we're so far in the gutter <laughs> on this one. They turned it off by now. Dude. Nobody's listening. Anymore. Nobody's listening at this point. Um, but no, I do you think he's going to be good for society or bad?
1: Bad. He's gonna need. He's gonna need somebody better than him to kind of like steer it. He doesn't know
0: what he's doing. If the rest of the country is normal, then they're gonna need some help. I think they're just gonna, you know, President Schwarzenegger is gonna just be like, you know what, let's just let's start over here. (laughs) I'll come in. I'll take care of this place. Does Spartan get with Huxley? Absolutely. Does he? Does he go to find his daughter after this? Maybe Uh, ten years from now. After
1: well, obviously now that like the. This utopia is now kind of gone, and there's going to be a new like there's going to be a new rule, new world. I think he does, and it's like he's responsible for it, right? In so many ways. Actually, no, I can't say that because Phoenix killed the Pope. But <laughs> I, I feel like his Pope. daughter would blame because she she probably had a sweet life, right? Yeah. She might blame him for like, see, Dad, you've been frozen. You've been on frozen for three days, and look what happened. The world is destructive again.
0: And and then, so what about the sewer people? Even let's say she's one of the sewer people. Let's say she was the chick making the rat burgers. Yeah. Does she want to live upstairs? Maybe no. they don't even want to. Maybe they yeah, like it. Maybe they like there. it
1: down there. You can stay down there. It's fine.
0: So you think there's a faction of people that stay? Yeah. So is Dad like a sellout there. if he comes up? Kind of. He, he's a sellout. Like, no, oh, but it's
1: like there's there's a fine line between sellout and trailblazer.
0: So he's trying to make a better life for his people down there. What I, you know, how I see this play out? I, I see it that he becomes the new dictator, and everything's under his rules now. Oh, so it's like more the same. Everybody's driving Ford F (laughs) three (laughs) fifty They're, they're, you know, they're all firemen. What are are
1: you gonna do? Have a computer drive a car for you, buddy,
0: pal? (laughs) Get out of here, pal. (laughs) Listen, Jack. I think. This, we've gone so far off the rails on this one. No, I, I think I think he's going to be a dictator now, and it's yeah. it's bad news from here. Bad news from here. I think Spartan doesn't find his daughter. I think San I think San Angeles
1: is a hold around in about ten years.
0: It goes back to yeah. old society, it's worse than before,
1: and oh. it's because you know you know who the head of police is now the demolition man. He's going to be blowing <laughs> shit up.
0: Because why not?
1: He's gonna have people making bullets again. There's no bullets anymore. They're, he's gonna have There's gonna be. They're gonna be manufactured again. Don't you
0: think Simon Phoenix was a little cavalier with those bullets? <laughs> yeah, he was. I mean, there's no. There's no. You can't just go to the store and buy no. some more bullets. The bullets of the museum are ammunition. It. That's it. That's what I mean. He, yeah. That's that's the ammo depot yep. right there. That's yep. all he's got. He's. I mean, he actually he did pretty good for himself. He took out some AK-47s. He had that yep. futuristic magnetic
1: gun. Well, that's the gun where that recharges. So it's like you don't need bullets for that.
0: But does it have a battery? Uh, yeah, you just gotta recharge it. You have to wait for it to load. Does it die like your cell phone after so many? Well, so much yeah, time? that's why
1: he had to like redo it, and it took like when he was fighting at the museum, like he had to like wait five minutes.
0: See, it's not worth it. It's, why did that gun ever become a thing? Like it's been sitting around for thirty years; it hasn't been used. Yeah, but if you shoot once every two minutes, it's like you might as well go back to a musket. you no, know, could your gun. It. It's not two minutes. Not because he said, "Oh, it's recharging." He shot it, and then he had to wait another two minutes. No, that's one shot. <laughs> I think you're mistaken. I, d- I disagree with you. I don't know.
1: That is poor gun.
0: Then it's it's pretty bad. They should have just gun. got the AK forty seven again. That's right, AK forty
1: seven. They already made the perfect weapon. The AK forty seven is a perfect weapon, <laughs> or the, M5. M5. Yeah. MP5? the M five. It's probably M five. MP five. The MP five.
0: I don't know. All all, all, all my gun you knowledge I know Call, is from Call of Duty. You, you haven't played Call of Duty yeah. in a few yeah. in a few iterations here. That's my only gun knowledge. But anyway, we we've been going on long enough. We're we're like if you look at the map of our our plot conversation, <laughs> we were like zigging and yeah. zagging all over the place. I think we should just wrap it up for the end. Overall, what would you think of the movie? Did, did it hold up to where, where you remember yeah, it? Yeah,
1: I, I love this movie. Like I, I would watch it if it's all TNT. It's all TNT every once in a while. I'll always stop on it. It's great. It, it lives forever because of the three seashells thing, I think. like That's always a conversation that people love to have. So I'd love for, if you guys want to write in your own theories as to how the three seashells work, or if you turned it off because I started talking about it in such detail, I'm sorry. <laughs> Thanks for tuning back
0: in. <laughs> but, they, they just hit fast forward a little yeah, bit. yeah yeah i haven't seen this movie in a long time um it was just as good as i remembered it it's up there with all the other 90s action comedies stallone one of my favorite actors wesley snipes you know it's it's a shame that he committed tax evasion or whatever the (laughs) hell he did because i really like him he's good the blade
1: series was kind of like his last hurrah wasn't it yeah and uh, you, you you asked me this earlier off air if this was stallone's best movie besides rocky and it's possible i mean Looking back on Rambo, those movies aren't that great, to be honest. If I'm being honest, they're, they're classics. They're but,
0: classic, but what are what are they really? I mean, I, I I gotta disagree with you. I love Rambo. Is Rambo better than Demolition Man? <laughs> I don't know if it's better. Maybe it's two. Different.
1: Maybe two is
0: yeah. Rambo. One is kind of dull for a while. Now, but Rambo one was great. If that's the first one you saw, yeah, and and maybe people would argue that oh, Rambo two and three.
1: I mean, the, the body counts are way up there.
0: Yeah, I mean, maybe they would argue that two and three are better because it's more action, and then yeah. pe- the purists would be like, no, 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 we need the, like, basically, the, like, the Metal Gear Solid, he's stalking people in the jungle yeah. thing. Right. But I would argue this is as good as those, just because, but it's a different type of movie. It's You'd have to compare this with, like, a Time Cop or or any of the... I don't know. Maybe you could even compare it with Commando or something. But Commando is yeah. a little earlier. It's the eighties.
1: Well, okay, take away his his two franchises. Take away Rambo. Take away Rocky.
0: Yeah. I, then I think it's his standalone
1: best movie. movies is better. Is better than Expendables, for example.
0: No, but yes, I think it might be. It, it, it's better. Yeah, it's better. It's, better. it's probably better. Yeah, Although, Expendables is great, but it's different time. Two period. is pretty good though. Two is the best one. Hands but down. I wouldn't
1: call that a standalone movie, though. I'd call it like an it's ensemble, an ensemble. Movie. It's an ensemble cast. And
0: so. and you you actually you bring up a good point for what this is. They didn't really make a movie like this back then. We've talked about this before, right? So they... they Expendables was like the first one where they all kind of went in each other's movies. Yeah. Snipes going into this movie, it's yeah. kind of a big deal. Snipes
1: v. Stallone, I, it's very similar. I, I, I was reminded of Face Off of this movie a lot. Yeah. It's like Cage versus Travolta and they use like ridiculous technology.
0: And you had the two big yeah. name
1: actors, like yeah. two big time actors. It's very similar in that regard.
0: And I don't know if Snipes was just underpaid compared to Stallone. I don't know if he was a bigger star at the time. It's hard to remember really.
1: But, well, he was he was big at the time, so I, it was just I think I, he might have had just a big bit as big a piece. I think of I it saw Stallone did
0: the budget was like fifty million or something, and they made like a hundred and fifty back, yeah. so it did very well. Yeah. So overall, I think it's a great movie. Yeah. But anyway, we've gone on for too long. I think we should get out of here. We've, yeah. w- hopefully, people are still listening. But um, as we wrap this up, here's how you get in touch with us. As I mentioned at the beginning, our website's thelastrowpodcast.com. You can email us, the last row podcast at gmail.com, Twitter at the last row pod, Facebook.com slash the last row pod. We're on Instagram. We have a Snapchat if you want to search for us on there. And I mentioned in the beginning of the show, if you want to watch this movie, you haven't seen it in a while. If you want to help the show out, click the affiliate link in our post on Amazon or iTunes, if you'd prefer to watch one or the other. That would really help us out. And if you could go out to iTunes, leave us a five-star review. We'll read you read them on the air. Thank you to everybody that's left us a review. Hit that subscribe button, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. I'm so due to copyright reasons, I can't play the Sting song on the outro. <laughs> no Demolition sense. Man. That made no sense, did it? No, I mean, I, I guess the song. So I, am not a big Sting fan, but I saw that the song existed, so they uh, took this and made it the theme song. Oh, Demolition Man, let's use it. What they should have done was had Metallica do a cover yeah. of yeah the, the Sting song. Demolition Same Man. song covered by make a metal Man. metal yeah. cover because this movie it could have had yeah. more metal. Got a lot of good ideas for metal <laughs> <laughs> movie. It's a great, it's a great movie. <laughs>